Next week, the next morning, even even 5 a.m., you are calling pastor. Pastor, you don't know what happened. Last night, uh, the way I was fighting my dream, if you don't pray for me, something will happen. You have still not... And most of the times, our problems is that the day a message that should grow you came to church, you are not in church. <laughs> you are not in church. That's the day you say, ah, I needed to do some washing. Eh? I couldn't do washing the whole of this weekend. And I need to do some washing. Eh? That's why I couldn't come to church. But you can do washing after church because we close church at 10.30. Is that not even the time the sun has started coming up? Hey! Uh, oh, pastor, you know, I went to work and when I came, I was very tired. Like today, there's some people don't come to church. The whole thing is that, pastor, I went to work and the way I, when I go to them, I was very tired. But the same person, when they go to they were not tired to pick a phone and start calling their boyfriends. And like, Hello, baby. Oh, you know, how was work? And they'll talk ah, for one full hour. They're not tired. They don't get tired. And they are the ones that will do, cut it, cut it, cut it. No, I called, cut it. No, you called. Cut it. No, no. Yesterday, yesterday, I'm the one who called. And I was like, oh, cut it. No, that be, I was like, cut it. Oh, oh, cut it. Oh, do you cut it? Oh, no. And now when I'm afraid, you know. And then when I'm cut it, and now when I'm cut it, hey, your head like a doctor, your head like a nurse. But come to change your life. Pastor, you know, I was tired. That's why after a while, you can be in church for 14 years and you don't grow. 14 years. Do you know how many people have cursed me? <laughs> huh? Do you know how many people have cursed me? Do you know how many people have wished me bad and I keep prospering? It's not because I'm a pastor, it's because I know how to do the miracle. The Bible, First Corinthians 12, said the working of miracles. They say, wait, when you mature, you also know how to work things out. It's like you're going for an interview, you're going to work. They say, what you should do? If you're a taxi driver, you come out, you sit in the car, place your hands on the steer, and pray in the name of you as I go out, I speak, I will not I, I enter an accident. I declare, I will not knock somebody. I declare my car will not give me problem. I prophesy every spirit. That's grow. You are growing. You are growing. If you sit down and wait for government to reduce fuel prices, fuel prices will never come down. It will never come down. Despite... Since we were children, you see more chaka crow, you saw the but but maybe chum one kutukrum to sun and thirty pesos. And I'm a boy. Since thirty pesos, kutukrum to atiso, so at it. As soon tea down see a waha name boy me shata de me shu won't shata de won't shu. Still now ma. It means that no matter the increase, we will still keep going and still keep living. That's what we have to agree with. Ah, I think the reason why I cannot be in the house. I got pay It's because they keep increasing. They keep increasing and still we are still here. So if they keep increasing, what do you also have to do? You have to also keep increasing. If they are increasing fuel prices, increase your wisdom, increase your prayer life, increase your fasted life, increase your, your important friends. All your friends, if you even all the friends you have in your life, if you even call for hundred city, you will not get. And you still have those kinds of friends. Increase your friends. They are increasing fuel prices. So you increase your friends. Increase your import. I'm talking about important friends. Hey, you don't like the message. Mature. You must mature because the purpose of a church service 
We don't come here to dance. I keep telling you that if you want to dance in our church, when we started our church here, for one full year, we didn't have drums. We didn't need it. Even when we came, we put some audio there to play the worship songs for us to, to, to sing and sing. We were not, because that's not the purpose of church meetings. Go and read the New Testament. Only once did you hear that they sang praises when they did Lord's Supper. He said when they had the Lord's Supper and they finished, they sang praises to God. That's the only time. You never heard Jesus do a crusade. Now, let them come and sing worship so that the presence will come so that I can now do healings. We have changed Christianity. Now, if pastor, if we don't do powerful worship, eh, pastor feel like now today they are the anointed and will not come upon me to be able to do prophesy. If you want to sing, you can sing in your house. If you want to dance, you can get powerful songs from, from Frank Edwards and others and plug it inside and play. You, your neighbors will think you are playing hip hop or um, Shatawalos and it's not, it is, it is gospel. So you are dancing yourself out. You can, but the thing you will not get is the training. You won't get trainings in your workplace to mature spiritually. You will not get training to mature spiritually. You will not get it. And so, if you come to a church service, that's why you must always understand and always drag yourself. Carry your Bible, carry your, your notebook, drag yourself to church every Thursday, drag your church to yourself to church every Sunday because this is where we go. And whether you like it or not, one day something will happen and you need supernatural intervention. And if you are not matured, I was chatting with somebody two days ago. He said the sister is sick or something, and some prophet told her that she needs to pay 1,000 CDs. And after paying the 1,000 CDs, still the woman is sick. I said, That is your problem. Because this woman who is who, who said her sister, some time ago, I remember that her mother was seriously ill and I prayed for her. And the mother was healed within 24 hours. She herself was sick. I prayed for her, and the Lord healed her. She didn't say, oh, prophet, um, this is a thanksgiving offering. I'm sowing this. You used to buy airtime. I know that you used to buy Milo, even though I don't like Milo. But just use it to buy Milo or something. Buy bread. <laughs> uh, so that when you, fast, you do your fasting, you can break it. <laughs> but somebody told her that bring 1,000 CDs and let me do something for your mother. And when they took the 1,000 CDs, still the person did not recover. Then I asked her a question. I said, did she recover? She said, no. I said, didn't you know me? That's the question. I said, don't you know me? When we don't mature, liars and thieves will deceive us. Charlatans. Eh? Charlatans. I mean, what comes to somebody's mind when somebody tells the person that, um, you can't have a child. Come and let me have sex with you. You have a child. Because my sperms contain an anointing. When you don't mature, these things will happen to you. My sperms contain an anointing. And if my sperms enter your wife's destiny, ah, powerful children will come out. And they carry themselves and bring them to a pastor to have sex with them. And maturity. It is what? It is maturity. So understand that the important the first important of church church service is what? Teachings. We are teaching the Bible. 
The second thing is to build the believer up, to let them, to help them to grow, to mature. That is the second thing that happens in church. Now, write this third thing. Then the third thing is to encourage them to walk in faith or to encourage them to, to be hopeful or to encourage believers. So the third thing we have in church, we experience in church, is encouragement. That is why upon all um, the bad sides of some ministries and some churches, you find that people still keep going there. Because despite everything, if somebody has to pay, even though we don't do it, but it makes that if somebody has to pay a thousand cities to a certain prophet somewhere who will even deceive him but at the end of the day the prophet may encourage him people need encouragement and that's what people don't understand and that's why upon all these things all these are Jusco prophets people are still in their church is not true or is not true what do you think is the, is the reason because some people are rich they have money but they can't sleep some people have children all of them are sick they are frustrated they are rich business are, everything is collapsing and marriage is it's like they just when they come to church you people are even witnesses to the fact that uh, it is when you come to church that you're happy is it true it's not true so that's the purpose of church to encourage you there are some people when they are coming to church you see that and and because when we come to church some of us there, there are sometimes you can when we are coming to church it's like today you went in what did they come be i mean like take that no so you yourself you are even annoying am i preaching to somebody there and and you come to church and we preach you what you will even notice that anytime you are in church it's like all your problems you have even forgotten that your rent is even going to be due tomorrow am i preaching somebody that is what church exists to do to encourage people to continue living in the faith that is why i keep telling christians that if you stop coming to church you are the one who suffers you may think, no, if I don't come, eh, I won't give offering. We don't need the offering. What it means that the fact that people will not come doesn't mean the church can't do some of it. So we, it's not your money that we need. If you don't go to church, eh, you are the one who loses. You suffer. Because you know, one way or the other. It is when we come in the presence of God that we are encouraged to go back and fight. Because life itself is a battle. And now that we have decided to serve God, we are going to be battling with life. And the place that we are encouraged to, on the radio, there's no encouragement. They are talking about, Nanado is a bad president, life is hard, they are increasing fuel prices, this person has killed his wife. This on radio, nothing is going there. On TV, nothing is going on there. If you are also married, having a very bad marriage too, is another thing. So where will you go and be encouraged? That is why, Despite all the noise they are making on the radio, and I say, I'm sorry that bed Daniska. I'm sorry that bed Daniska. Who ba no? Who 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 they are bossing on the bay? Who ba how they are bossing on the bay? Life is about money. It's something you have to understand. Everything we do is money. This book I didn't I didn't speak and it came. I bought it with money. Everything is about money, not just church. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you were coming, didn't you pay a lot of fare? And those of you who didn't have a lot of fare, didn't you walk? Did you like the walking? Do you think you wanted to? You didn't like the walking. You wanted to. You wanted to take a car, but you didn't have money to take car. Yes. 
When you want to, this is your phone, is it no money? This is your shirt, is it no money? Everything is money. That is why Jesus said that you cannot serve God the money because Jesus, even in his time, knew that there are two very great things in this life, God the money, not even the devil. Not even the devil. Money. That's why if you don't know how to serve God, well, money will become your God. So you will give excuses. Oh, pastor, because of the work. Since you have started, you can work for money. What money? You working for GES and whatever. At the end of the day, you will get to, you will find out that I've been working and still. It's just like my life is just like any other person's life. So why can't you just add serving God to working for money? Eh? <laughs> if you have to be in church for two hours, can't you pause your stop and say that, okay, okay, me, I love money. Pa, I love money. So on Sunday, I'll come to church. After Sunday, I'll go and open my store. So you can still come to church from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And be, and be in church. So when you don't come, who loses? Who loses? I want to ask you, when you don't come to church, who loses? Again? I didn't hear you. It looks like he's saying the pastor. It's not me who loses. Uh, who loses? Mm. Who loses? It's a good thing to clap. It's a good thing to clap. So when you don't come to church, you are the one losing. By the way, the witches in your family will not stop working. The curses are not going to stop working. Life itself will still be beating you. That's why we come to church to be encouraged. That's Don't give up on God. We keep encouraging. And when we encourage, don't you see results? Don't you get testimonies? Don't you see God healing you? Don't you see doors opening? Don't you see your life getting better? It may not just be like boom, but still you feel like one step at a time. It looks like my life keeps getting better ever since I started paying attention to being in church. So we come to church to be encouraged in the faith. The next thing that happens when we come to church is to point others to Jesus Christ. We come to church to point others to Jesus Christ. Since we know about Jesus Christ, the church service exists so that we can point others to Jesus Christ. Point others to Jesus Christ for evangelism and now listen the author says something here which is very powerful it's something i've been saying for so many years but some people don't agree with me but i don't care listen therefore when every service of a church is evangel is an evangelistic service the order has been reversed and the church becomes a place for unbelievers instead of believers understand this the church is not a place for unbelievers. That is why if you're a pastor, eh, and you, your will is to have all kinds of people in your church, you give yourself more problems. <laughs> if unbelievers, unbelievers are the ones who complain about giving in church, complain, pastor who wears jeans, eh, a pastor who wears jeans, it's the unbelievers. They, they don't know God. They are not matured, but you have forced them. Oh, but 
we, you see, the church is not a place for unbelievers. It's a place for believers. So that when we are speaking in tongues, we know what tongues are. But you, you are not believer. You are like, it's not a place for you. Come when you are saved. If you are not saved, go back home. This is not your place. If we keep dragging unbelievers to come and sit with us, that's why we have all kinds of false conversions in church. And these unbelievers church leaders. And they are the church leaders that when the offering comes, they pass the back and they say, then they put it in their pocket. They're like, then the unbeliever becomes a pastor. And when he becomes a pastor, what does he become? A thief, a womanizer, a rapist, a cursor, a fighter. So, Delma O'Lory says that. While it is true that one may be saved and assured of salvation of eternal life without belonging to a church or even without going to church, it is not possible to be a faithful and obedient Christian without going to church. It is not possible. No faithful Christian is an, is, is an unchurcher. No faithful Christian is an unchurcher. Every faithful Christian is a churcher. As soon as believers stop, start staying away from church based on, oh, now because of my work, I can't come on Sunday, go to their workplace and see. Somebody was not quick-tempered. Suddenly, they are quick-tempered. A lady was dating one man. Suddenly, is considering of dating two other people. When believers stop being in church meetings, their lives start changing. And it starts changing in a bad way. That is why when you say, I won't go to church, you are the one who suffers. And when you start, when your life starts going down, your children will pay for it, your husband will pay for it, your wife will pay for it, because suddenly your life becomes something we cannot talk about. I'm preaching the word of that is why you can see Christians who are very serious, then suddenly, because of school, you know, usually when Alex and school go to school. This is somebody that when he was in church, was vibrant, wasn't even having a girlfriend, suddenly he goes to school, comes back, goes to find a girlfriend in the corner somewhere, and he's having sex with a person. What do you think happened? When they went away, they backslided. They posted a church member to a certain village, suddenly you realize... I mean, the kind of because they have stopped being in a service. When you stop being in a church, a Bible teaching church, a real church, you start backsliding. You start backsliding. Suddenly, things that don't make you angry, they make you angry. Suddenly, you who love to give, you become stingy. Your prayer life kind of die. You see, the first thing that shows that you are backslid is when your prayer life dies out, you're already going. Suddenly, you who, who don't watch pornography, you start watching. Suddenly, you who is not humanizing, you start Because they, they are signs. Backslidment starts when you, start, you stop coming to church. That's how it starts. That is why I suspect church members who don't come to church for two weeks. Saturday, Sunday, you don't come to church. The next uh, 
test day, Sunday, the next test, or oh, I know something is going on. During those two weeks, there's something going on. Hey, you don't believe it. Oh, I'm not preaching, I'm not dialing numbers. It is also true that one may read and study the Bible at home as a Christian, but it is also true that one will not learn the Bible as well if he does not attend church. Is this true or is not true? Let me ask you, how many of us, how many of us really open our Bibles when we are home? It's a question. That's why at least if you can come to the church on Thursday, come at least one way or the other, you'll be opening your Bible. Is it not true? That is better. That is better. It is far better. It's better. Half a loaf is better than what? No. It's better. Hey. This is because he does not get the benefit of the gifts God has given to certain men and pastors in the church. When I'm teaching you the Bible, it's different from the way you study your Bible. You see things you didn't see when you were... Some of you, when you read the Bible, what is going on here? But suddenly, when somebody is teaching, you're like, wow, I, I, I'm not tired of listening to this message. I want to hear more. I want to hear more. I want to... But the same person, when you open you just close it. Then suddenly, you, you are even okay opening Julius Caesar or Romeo and Juliet. It's true. You can spend two hours on Facebook, but you can't spend two hours in the Bible because that's how it is. If you are not in church, you will not go. Briefly stated, when one fails to become part of a local church through membership, he is rebelling against the will and the provision of God for him. It's like God is saying, this is my will for you. I will give you pastors, I will give you prophets, evangelists, teachers. And you say, no. That's what people say, eh? My pastor doesn't come to my house. That's not where I was called for. I was called for here. This is where I'm supposed to be. Do you say the, host, the, the doctor doesn't come to your house? Is that what you say? Do you say the doctor doesn't come to your house? No. Because if I'm to come to everybody's house, by the time I'm coming, you you're having a meeting with your husband or your children. When will I have time? Say, sister, there should be a time where believers meet so that they will receive the ministry what gifts even the bible sometimes people will carry their sick people and bring them to church meetings for instance, there are sometimes I have to travel throughout the week. The only time I'm in Sunyani is on Saturday, and the only time I'm in Sunyani is on Thursday. So if you want to meet me, for me to talk to you or pray for you, when are you going to meet me? Set in church. Do you understand? So the book is saying that when you say you won't be part of a local church, you are rebelling against what? The provision of God. Are rebelling against the will of God. You are rebelling against the goodness of God. You are rebelling against all the gifts and the good things God has prepared to give to you. You are saying, I don't want healing. I don't want miracles. I don't want breakthrough. I don't want favor. I don't want 
your word. I don't want anything from you. Keep everything. And God said, really? That's why it is hard for God to bless a man who is not part of a local church. It's hard. Satan would rather bless him than for God to bless him. 